What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. So Mondays always right the slump after the weekend. That's why you need to tune in here and hear me on a Monday. Get your week started off right. Like start with positive mantras, get your head in the right space, and then go conquer whatever it is that the week is bringing you. Before we get too far into about positivity on Monday, we really need to get out of our heads, right? Like heads getting in your head can stop you from having positive Mondays, positive weeks, positive moments in your life. Because if you're always stuck in this cycle, you know, that's when you get down and things start to change and you just get maybe angry, irritable, you're overanalyzing, you're full of self-doubt, maybe you're worrying, anxiety builds, you're overwhelmed. I don't know, your foot starts to shake or your leg, right? You're tapping your your hand somewhere, all this nervous energy is going. People can feel it around you. So take a minute, breathe. Let's get through it. But we are going to talk about being in your head because that is one of the biggest blocks that people experience when it comes to self-love and moving forward with their life and just really having positive space or energy to move forward and do all these new and exciting things or even just enjoy, you know, their weekly grind, whether it's a nine to five job, whether you're, you know, stay at home mom and you're running your household, like whatever you're doing, there are ways that you can really enjoy it and be happy and present and and positive about it. And then there's other ways where you can look at the same thing and you can see it as, you know, overwhelming. It's just wearing you out. You're just done. You need a break. You need to escape. I always have the running joke with my husband when I do get in the space of in my head. I'm like, can't we just run somewhere and hide? Like when we lived in California, I always used to joke that we were going to go run um, to Culver City and hide on one of the studio lots there and like live that way, like escape life, not tell anyone where we moved. Um, I mean, we joked about that so much when things were getting really overwhelming when we were there because I was in grad school and I got overwhelmed a lot during that time, and I just felt like all I did was work in school, work in school. I used to be like, let's just throw it all away, sell everything, you know, take our cats, and we're going to move and just hide somewhere, Um, which reminds me of this song, all the things she said running through my head. Like, I have had that song since I was thinking about this topic and wanting to talk about it. This song all of a sudden popped in my head head and it's been running. So if it gets stuck in your head, I'm not sorry about that because I've been hearing it, you know, for as long as I've been thinking about this podcast, which has been, you know, a couple of weeks that it's been on the books. But as I've been getting closer to uh, recording it today, it's like all I can hear is that running through my head right now. So enjoy. Um, you can be with me. I'm not going to sing it for you, though. I don't have a singing voice. I like to talk, but I cannot carry a tune for my life. So I will save you all. But as we're thinking about this in your head, 
being in your head is the opposite of self-love because it truly does impact how you think about yourself. It impacts how you think that you're even like producing or giving back to the world. And it just reinforces, you know, the bad thoughts or the bad feelings that you have. It kind of grows those because being in your head, you're just stuck in this rhythm of what you're thinking and you keep getting a little more negative, a little more, I guess, kind of a spiral. If you, if you want to envision like a spiral, so at the top, it's like bigger, more like a funnel. So you're thinking about it like you have all these thoughts growing and some are positive, some are negative. But when you're in your head, you're focused on only the negative ones. You keep pulling those up like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I've done this so many times. Or why can't this sock be put away? Why Why does this person always leave the sock on the ground? Or if you're at work, like, oh, my boss is contacting me again. Does Don't they know that I can get this done? I don't need them to follow up. Or this person in front of me is driving too slow. They've, you know, they just keep slowing down. I don't understand. There's no traffic. What are they doing? When you're in your head, you keep focusing on all these negative things because you just feel overwhelmed. You're angry at something, but you're not identifying the root cause. So you're just holding on to everything that is negative that's happening and you start spiraling. So it went from you had positive and negative thoughts going and then you're just focusing on those negative and then you just start growing and everything becomes negative. And eventually like the output, you you make your way through the cylinder and you're just angry. Um, you may think less about yourself during this time. You may be like not able to ever, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, my hair's this way again, or it's too frizzy, or I thought these jeans fit differently, or I used to love this shirt, but now it looks bad on me. Like you start picking out something and that was positive, or maybe you felt fine about it and you never gave a th- second thought to before and then you start internalizing it and making it a negative you might start feeling more insecure and then it just keeps going you keep feeding yourself negative which is the complete opposite of what you want to do and it's like when you're in this spiral you could lash out on others which is not a great place right because you're really not mad at the other person but you're taking it out on them because you're just so negative about where you are. Like you're not feeling good. You're feeling bad and you're, you know, identifying all these things about you that you don't like at the moment or the situation you're in that you don't like. And it's like, it's their fault all of a sudden because they're not on the misery train with you. You're putting them on there and you're like, here, let me show you. Like, that smile on your face, let me take that off. because, And it's not necessarily even fully intentional. It's not like you've gone out during the day and you're like, I'm going to make somebody else feel bad too. But it's because you're so in your head and you're overwhelmed. You're not even fully aware of the whole situation and like that your action's going to do it. You're looking for this immediate, you know, like, let me just get this out. Like, and it's a burst of energy when you lash out at someone or you're, you know, saying something and it's like this momentary release because you've let out all this pent up energy, but it doesn't make you feel any better. It's the very opposite of giving them a compliment, right? Like when you give a compliment, you see them smile, you see them light up, you see them like take it in and think like, wow, do I, is that really the, you know, how somebody thinks of me? 
I could think you, you see the realization in their face and this excitement and it's like you give them joy and then you get joy back. But when you lash out at someone, you're doing the complete opposite. You're probably maybe catching them off guard. You're knocking them down a notch because they're like, whoa. And then maybe they're going to be mad at you for it. Or maybe they're like, okay, this is uncharacteristic. They're having a bad day. But basically, in the end, you're trying to bring them down to make yourself feel better, which is never a winning situation. It's, I know it's tempting sometimes because you don't even really acknowledge that's what you're doing. You're just trying to get out of the way you feel. But taking somebody else down in your downfall is not, not the right way to do it. You know, spreading misery is never a good thing. It's never fun. There's no winning when you do that. There's just hurt feelings potentially and like apologizing later you know, and explaining, hey, sorry, I was just in a really bad place. You know, and when you're in your head, you might also feel like there's competition around you that's not really there. You may feel like everybody is against you. Like if they get this and they succeed here, you know, like it's going to look bad because I'm not succeeding there. You know, I should be the one succeeding. I'm the one who's working so hard. Like I'm running, I'm doing this, I'm running this errand all the time. I'm putting in this effort. I'm the one who's, you know, working two jobs. I'm the one who is doing whatever it is that you're doing where you feel like I'm always the one doing this and they're never doing it. You're not in competition. We all live our own lives. And even if you're in a job where, or a situation that might spur competition, you know, like there's sales schools or there's, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other careers where that happens, whether maybe you're trying to get you know, a spot on the chart for something you wrote the most copy in the day or whatever it is where there might be competition, try to remove yourself from that. Like there's friendly competition, but think about it like what would make me feel most successful? Because there might be weeks or days that you can't compete with others on that level or you just don't have the energy or bandwidth. Like everybody's going through different situations. So it's okay to like take a step back and not compete, but especially when you're in your head, you might create extra competitions. So think about that. Really think about like, if you feel like you're in this competition with everyone else and you don't want them to succeed because you want to be the one to succeed, like take a step back in a breath because being in your head kind of morphs like the reality you're in. If you're really in this down space, it's like, it feels like that's what's right and that's the right thing to do. But competing with others or bringing them down, it's just, if it's coming from a negative spot and not from this friendly, like, happy, oh, hey, let's have this friendly competition over something. You've got to be aware of that because feeding them your negative energy or not wanting them to succeed is really actually cutting down your own self-love because the negative thoughts you're having, later you're going to feel like, oh, I wish I never wished that on them or I wish I never said that. Like there's usually a guilt or regret that comes with it later when you start to come out of this in your head feeling. And, you know, you start feeling bad about the actions you took at the time because it's not really reflective of who you are all the time. It's reflective of the state that you're in at the moment. And normally when you feel like you're in a self-love spot or you're, you know, feeling more confident in yourself or there's an optimistic out, 
you know, there's, you're optimistic about the future. You can see all these things, or you're just having a more positive day. You rally others, even if you're competing with them, you kind of are like, well, I want them to do good because if I do better than them, then that means I did like amazing. I did really well. So you usually want somebody to do well. You don't want to beat them when they're not, you know, performing as well or competing with you as well. You want to win when you both have put all your effort and then you came out ahead, right? Like if you're thinking about it in that way, in the competition thing, you want somebody who's doing well and you want to compete with them then so you can, you know, get that extra boost, but it's got to be fun and it's got to be done in the right way. And getting into your head, it's like, it's just this negative feeling where you can't really have the clear thoughts that you want. You're coming from a place of, I don't want to necessarily say meanness, but like this negative energy is where it's coming from. So you're not being genuine in your interactions, you know, your quick fuse, you're angry about something, but you're ignoring what that is. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I've been in that spot before. I have definitely been in that in the past where, you know, I saw somebody else succeeding and I was like, I want that to be me. Like, why are they getting this or, you know, how are they doing so well? Like, that should be me. I've worked just as hard, if not harder than them. And I feel like I should be the one, you know, who's getting whether it was a promotion or whether it was a raise or even with um, things like activities that people are doing or houses. I remember when we first like got married or moved, like I used to be kind of jealous of some people's houses. Like they had these big houses I remember and, you know, everything that was in it, I just felt like they were more ahead of us which is weird in a way, right? Like I told you on an earlier podcast, I was in a really negative space for a while when in my early 20s, like I was really low on my self-esteem. I was in my head a lot. Like I used to cry for hours before going out to see friends sometimes. So I was in a very like everybody's judging me. I was judging myself. I was very caught up in this world of I need to be better than others with certain things. Like I, at one point, I only shopped when I went back home to Portland in hopes that the fashion would be different so I'd have different clothes than people. Um, I mean, it got really petty in my mind for me. It was a petty situation because I got to this point where I wouldn't even tell somebody where I bought something because I didn't want them to have it too. But I remember going over to friends' houses at the time and I would be jealous of almost everything they had. Like I was like, oh, I like their couch better or I like the way that table looks better. I mean, if they had a mirror on their wall, I wanted that kind of a mirror. It was so weird. It was like almost everything, which is the complete opposite of how I actually am. I'm actually a really strong individual when I'm at my strength. Back then, I was not. So that I was in my head all the time back then, like pretty much 24-7, where nothing I did felt good enough, or I didn't feel like I was, I didn't even feel adequate. I, th- I you know, I never felt good about Things. And so everything to me was a competition, whether it was at work, whether it was in my personal life. You know, people 
seemed to be succeeding more around me, I felt, which is true because I was in this self-fulfilling prophecy. I kept telling myself, you're not good enough. You can't do this. They have this. You don't have that. And so, of course, how could I win anything, you know, because I was already down. I, I kept spiraling downward and I was only producing negativeness because that's what I kept telling myself. And so I'd see them succeeding or what I viewed as them succeeding. And I was like, I want a house like that. I don't like our house. I would, I would actually say these things. My poor husband heard me say these things. Here we worked so hard to get this house and it was a wonderful house. And like, now I look back at it and I'm like, we were lucky we had that house. It was the right house for us. But at the time I was like, oh, I want this. I want this. I want to change this. Like I always had something new that I was trying to change or do for a period of time. And it's a really bad place to be. And yeah, mine lasted for a few years. So when you're in your head, I'm, I'm hoping you can really identify it before it gets to a few years because it's all consuming and people around you are going to feel it. You know, there's some people may not because they don't feel others' emotions, but some people are really intuitive and pick up on that. And especially if you're living with other people too, they tend to feel your emotion and it can impact how they're feeling because you're exuding, you know, this negative energy out there and nothing's ever good enough and it's hard to please you. It's hard to say anything right to the person who's in their head all the time because they're coming from such a low spot and it's really no fun being in a low spot. And it's like when you're in that spot, you just feel stuck. You're not entirely sure what you can do to get out of it, but you know hoping other people don't succeed in the same way or they don't get what you have or, you know, they don't win the competition at work, like whatever it is. It's like it brings you not really joy, but it brings you like this little like, yes, like they're not having the great day either, you know, and and that's no fun. That's not good. It's it's a bad spot and it, it's hard when you're in there. So when you are in there, you know, it's a great time to try to pull out a list of things you like about yourself that you wrote down earlier or that somebody else has told you that you can recall, you know, reciting little mantras to yourself like, I am strong, I am powerful, I am worthy, you know, I deserve a seat at the table. What I bring is enough. Like telling yourself you're enough, you're worthy, Find somebody you can talk to if, you know, you trying to sit there and tell yourself positive things isn't really going to work for you. Try to find somebody to talk to, like find an outlet that's going to allow you to get out your feelings and be validated so that way you can try to move past them because people will get tired of, you know, you being stuck in a spot or in your head. Um it's really like this repetitive cycle and it just, it keeps bringing you down. So if I hope you can recognize it, like try to really dig deep when you see yourself spiraling and usually you can, cause you start feeling different in the beginning of it. And you know, once you're just feeling negative all the time, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, am I in my head? Let me check myself and try to figure out this way out because it's so important to move past it and really identify what the true root of the problem is. For me, all those years ago when I was 
you know, comparing houses and things and like they had better plates even. I remember saying that like, I like somebody's dishes better than ours. I mean, if that's what I was focusing on, clearly that was not the problem at hand. But the root of the problem was I had really low self-esteem. I had a really bad body image issue at the time, you know, and I ended up in a Weight Watchers room and that's, that's what helped me get my mindset right but it was never about the plates. I never did go buy the plates. I never, you know, bought this or the table they had, or I never bought any of those things because in reality, I didn't really want them. I just wanted to feel like I matched somebody else. I was really trying to match, you know, them and what I thought made them so successful or better than me at the time. And that's really what it was about. It wasn't about the actual physical object or what I was focused on. And when I got to the root of the problem, you know, I was able to change that and get stepped back into my authentic self. Like I have my own style. I have my own individuality. I'm a pretty strong person. Like I mentioned, when I'm, you know, at my fullest, I don't need to follow somebody else or have what they have. And in fact, I do share where I buy certain clothes. If somebody really likes them, like I don't care if somebody matches me or has the same shirts. I mean, certain occasions, of course, you want to stand out a little and have your own little spin on something. But I'll tell people where I shop. Like, I have no problem with that. But during those years, it was a huge deal. Like, I just, I wanted, I don't know, to have something special. And I can even recall a time back in grade school when I did this. It was maybe probably the first time when I kind of got into this competitive in my head kind of thing. Um, we had been on vacation in California, so we had already moved to Oregon. It was in sixth grade. Um, I remember my teacher, Mr. Schumacher, he was amazing. He was probably the best grade school teacher that I had and probably what I needed because he was just a really good role model of being a really kind person. And I will always remember him for that. But I remember going, we went down to visit my grandparents and we went shopping and I, of course, bought this outfit that was like L.A. fashion. You know, I was I felt so excited to walk into that classroom. I remember I think we flew in that morning or something because we went into class late. And I was like, yes, I'm going to make my statement in this outfit. And I remember people didn't get my outfit like it was too different or I don't know. The, the response I wanted never came. Let's put it that way. Like the response never came. And while I was so excited about that outfit, I think I just, you know, I said I felt kind of out of place or insecure in some of those beginning years, um, you know, in grade school and especially after the move. And really, I needed this outfit because I was trying to like prove I was I wasn't this insecure person. I think where you know I was trying I was in my head about this and um you know I was still trying to adjust to everything there and I just remember like this outfit to me was such a big deal and why I thought it would change my world or make me one way <laughs> when I was another you know I I don't know but it's like even at a young age I was in my head in this cycle of telling myself, like, I needed this new outfit to make me fit in better. When in reality, that that wasn't the case. The outfit did not solve the problem. You know, it, it did not make me fit in better. If anything, I probably 
was a little like, oh, I bought this in California. You know, I was probably a little um, trying to be big on this outfit and promote it a little more, like act like I was more special than I was, you know, the week before when I was in school. So those little things and the little tactics when you're in your head, they're not going to get you that desired outcome. So get to the root of the problem. Identify what it is. Talk to somebody, whether it's friend, family, coworker, whoever you feel safe with. Talking to that about therapist, anyone, you know, talk to somebody if you can't figure out a way to get past it yourself. But don't deny yourself the help when you're stuck in your head because we all get stuck in our heads. It's not like, you know, anyone's immune to this. It happens to the best of us, but you don't have to live in it forever. You can get through it. You can pull yourself back out, work on your mantras, try to identify it quicker. And as I've gotten older, I've been able to identify it quicker. Like I know if I'm headed down that downward spiral of negativity. So identify it, try to stop it early in its tracks. And if you can't, don't lash out at others. (laughs) That's one tip. Try not to lash out at other people because bringing them down, they're not going to come down all the way with you. And it's not going to make you feel better in the end. So love yourself in those times, even when you're, you know, struggling, try to find at least one thing and hold on to that. Do positive affirmations, show yourself support. And once you're out of it, apologize to anyone you may have offended during your time and let them know like, hey, I'm totally sorry that I did that or that was out of character for me. Admit it to yourself, own your action and Just lean into being you because you are enough just as you are, even if you don't see it all the time. We're all here with our own purpose. We're all here to be a unique individual and celebrate that. So lean into yourself, love yourself a little more, give yourself grace, and just go with it. You've got this. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.